Welcome to the Women Living Healthy podcast, where we empower and inspire women along her self-care journey, her spiritual path, and her wellness transformations. Join us weekly and begin embodying your true essence and authenticity. Become your very own wellness expert and embrace a life filled with good health, vitality, abundance, and purpose. Are you interested in a holistic therapy that can help you remove energy blocks and heal negative emotions and thoughts? In today's episode entitled Healing Emotions and Deepening Spirituality with Emotional Freedom Technique, you will gain insight from our guest as she talks about the dynamic practice of EFT or Emotional Freedom Technique, which is an energy therapy that works with the body's energy and physical sensations while tapping on specific meridians and acupoints. EFT has been suggested to create new neural pathways to the brain while balancing and healing the mind, body, spirit, and energy body. Here's today's episode with Joya Gibble. Welcome back, everyone. This is Dr. K, your host of the Women Living Healthy podcast, and very super excited that I'm joined with a very special guest, Joya Gibble. Welcome to the show, Joya. Thank you so much. Yes, you're welcome. So just uh, before we get started with our conversation today, Mm -hmm. um, I just want to give listeners just a little bit of background about you. So you are the founder of Joya Gibble Healing and Coaching. You help women who are feeling lost and who feel emotionally disconnected, and you help them to feel more spiritually connected, more emotionally connected, so that they can achieve higher levels of success, higher levels of happiness. You are a master practitioner of emotional freedom technique, also known as EFT tapping. And you're also an advanced Akashic Records consultant, a Reiki healer, and a yogi. You have helped hundreds of people experience more confidence, more joy, abundance since starting your practice over five years ago. So amazing, amazing. Thank you so much for that Mm -hmm. beautiful introduction. You're welcome. It sounds like exciting work that you're doing. And, you know, you and I connected via LinkedIn and, um, you know, we're, we're very similar in terms of our practices and our kind of our, you know, nerd where we are now. So I would love for you just to kind of tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and your journey toward wellness and spirituality at this point in your life. Sure thing. I find myself to be a pretty dynamic person, really. I've always had an interest in a lot of different subjects. I always like to ask questions about why or how, and I like to see things from as many different perspectives as I can. So that I I took that part of my personality with me on my whole journey throughout my life of discovering who I am and where I fit in and why I sometimes maybe come off to other people the wrong way and navigating different um, events in my life, which are just very human events. And if you are a human and you get stuck in that human perspective, everything can feel so immediate and so raw all the time. But when I, I discovered through you know, my own journey and, and, um, and my own interest in seeing things in as many different perspectives as I can, that when we can have a wider or higher perspective, then everything seems to be more, um, more true. Everything mm-hmm. seems to, the, the pain can kind of dim down a little bit and you can see even the good in what would otherwise be 
a, a terrible situation or could otherwise be described as a terrible situation. So over the course of time between my personal journey and also my time working with clients, I have come to really hold this higher perspective of all of us as um, an in incarnation of God, mm -hmm. our, our soul, I see as an incarnation of God. And so we, we, we come down onto earth and into these bodies. And so we have these very human experiences that we that we navigate. But at the same time, like I said, holding this higher perspective, so that as I go through my work, um, and through my own journey, that that truth is carried with us and not forgotten but at the same time everybody gets to be human everybody gets to have those moments when you just kind of lose it for a second you forget for for a minute that you are god that and that you chose to be here and that whatever you're going through is leading you to something great whether you can see it or not mm -hmm. mm, i love that that was beautiful yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement. I think that sometimes our life experiences and especially, you know, when the hectic lifestyles that we live today, we often get disconnected from who we truly are. And that is our, our spirit and our soul. And when we become disconnected from that, then that's when we, we somewhat uh, lose focus of that higher consciousness, that higher perspective, that higher awareness. And when we're able to step back into that, then yeah, we can see life from a different angle. We can look at life differently. We can look at ourselves differently, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Without, mm -hmm. you know, the limiting beliefs and mm -hmm. the, the fears and the anxieties and depression, you know, these are just from fragmented that our psyche has been fragmented mm -hmm. or that consciousness is scattered, right? Mm -hmm. So, but when we mm -hmm. bring back you know, like you said, that core where God is, is within us, you know, then we operate from that place. And we know that there is, you know, support that's working within us and around us at all times. So that's a, mm -hmm. that's a beautiful journey that you have um, been led on. And mm -hmm. so I can see then therefore how you were inspired to start your business in terms of holistic health. And um, because when we think about holistic health, this is a part of, you know, the soul and the spirit being the center. Right. Yes. And I totally understand how when a person is mired in feeling anxious or depressed or whatever it may, may be, that it can be difficult for them to feel what we're talking about, mm -hmm. even if they logically understand it or want to believe it, it can really be hard to, to feel and, and to know and to live from that space. And so this is why we, you, you and I, and many other practitioners, we incorporate the body in our work. So it's that mm. working with the body and through the body, but of course it's connected to the mind. So we're using our mind to, to help us um, navigate this a little bit, but also that spiritual, it, it's, it starts to come in and it starts to really settle in it um, and, and show itself once we have um, worked with the body to calm it down, take it out of that fear flight mm. um, um, re response. Mm. That's so true. I love that. And like you said, it can be hard for people to see, you know, come from that place of higher energy, especially when they're so 
depressed down into that lower frequency vibration, you know, that often life puts us in. And, but I think that even with us, you know, in terms of our practices of energy healing and, you know, and what you do in terms of, you know, EFT tapping and, um, you know, working with the spirit and Akashic records and things of that nature, even we, as may people consider to be, you know, spiritually in tune or even, you know, having that higher consciousness awareness, I may even call it uh, have been, you know, where we have been awakened, so to speak, mm. we can still find ourselves slipping back into old behaviors and patterns and beliefs ourselves, you know, because we're human beings, right? We're spiritual mm-hmm. beings having this human mm-hmm. experience, but we're also human, <laughs> you know? And um, so I, I, I often tell my clients that, you know, it's okay to just let life be as it is because we mm-hmm. all find ourselves in that place sometimes um, where we let fears overtake mm-hmm. us you know, anxiety consume our behaviors, but it's just learning to have these tools that we use Mm -hmm. that we can use on a, you know, daily basis to keep us centered and grounded in that place. And, you know, but still we're humans, you know, we, we often slip back. We sometimes take two steps forward and three steps back and it's okay. It's just life, you know, it's just the the journey of life. And, um, and we have to have a sense of compassion for where we are Mm -hmm. in our present journey. You know, Mm -hmm. because we're all different. We're all on different journeys. So Mm -hmm. I love the work that you and I are doing, you know, have Mm -hmm. come, you know, come into this holistic practice. Mm -hmm. But Joya, what I often hear is somewhat of the stigma behind holistic practices, especially that of energy healing and spirituality. Some people just kind of consider it to be just too woo woo. (laughs) And um, I have personally experienced a lot of resistance in my practices, especially in terms of it being accepted among, you know, colleagues and, you Mm. know, even just people in the public, you know, even potential Mm. clients and friends and things Mm. of that nature. Have you experienced somewhat of the same thing? What is your, your viewpoint on this stigma behind some of these practices that people consider to be woo woo, even though we know that there's a lot of science behind what we do? Wow. Yeah. That is such a huge question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, I love this question and I think it's, the 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 future of of where this whole thing is going uh, medically. Um, so to to your question, as far as the stigma in my own experience, I have found that when people learn what I do, they are either immediately drawn in to me, or they take a step back. So. Um, sometimes people get the idea like, oh, um, she's going to read my mind or she's right. going to try to read my mind and which I would never do because that's unethical. And I don't, I'm too busy for that. You know, like, <laughs> I, you know, I've got uh, my own stuff going on exactly. um, or, you know, but it's like, okay, but I understand again, because if somebody's taking a step back from that, they're not ready mm. they, or it feels they're not, they're not, they don't feel safe with it. They don't understand it. You know, they have something that they don't want something of themselves that they don't want to show completely, you know, it's all okay. But those people who are drawn to me, they're going to find something uh, beautiful in me or in, you know, some sort of exchange that we have, or maybe if I can even just 
uh, present a new idea to them to kind of get them thinking about something in a different way. Could, who knows where it can lead them? So um, do I wish that our work was more socially accepted mm -hmm. world, um, across the board? Yes, I do, because I know that it can help so many people. But again, you can't force somebody into that. So I right. do think that there is um, work that can be done with actual research as mm -hmm. far as this goes, so that when somebody says it doesn't work, we have more and more researchers and scientists behind us saying, yeah, it does work, you know, and maybe those people who are a little bit more hesitant could just be opened up a little bit more to it. But really overall, I think that um, this is something that can be accessed, even if the medical field doesn't want to incorporate it fully into their program, or mm -hmm. even if, um, you know, if you're watching this and maybe your family members think this is weird, you know, there's still nothing really stopping you from exploring this. Exactly. The power is within us. And then you can find you, the knowledge everywhere. Mm hmm. Mm, that is so good. I love that. Um, and so it's a sense that you have to know who you are, <laughs> you know, and have a level of confidence and be convicted that this is what God has called you to do. You or know? be willing to look to, to, right. to try to find out who you are. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I hear a lot of nurses, you know, you know, a lot of nurses be because of the the uh, tremendous amount of moral injury that we see in nursing practice. There are many nurses that I speak to that want to get into holistic practices. And there seems to be some that are on the fence. And, um, you know, in terms of the mm -hmm. fear of judgment, um, mm -hmm. where they know they have gifts, you know, mm -hmm. and they feel within that they, you know, want to do this work. But again, there's still this level of, again, of, of, of skepticism and some, mm -hmm. you know, stigma behind holistic health or holistic wellness and practices and tools of, the, of, of that nature. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, there's still, like you said, there's a lot of still a lot of work that still needs to be done in terms of research. But, um, mm -hmm. but I think science in terms of when we look at spirituality, mm -hmm. spirituality is just a big, big, I mean, it's, there's no words that we can put to it. Science is a piece of it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but they're interconnected, but I think that there are just some things that are just science can't always prove. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but I think, you know, in, mm -hmm. in terms of healthcare is concerned, mm -hmm. I would love to see more, you know, nurses, because I think as nurses, we always, we already kind of mm -hmm. had this intuitive nature, you know, uh, connected to spirit oftentimes because nursing to me is a calling. And um, mm -hmm. we have a lot of nurses in practice who do have, you know, gifts that they want to utilize. But again, because of the, the stigma and the judgment, we have to kind of know who we are and um, again, be convicted that this is what we've been called to do. But mm -hmm. again, I think there is a lot of education um, that is still needed on um, those who are kind of on the fence. And, um, and so mm -hmm. I just kind of wanted to hear your perspective about it. So thank you for sharing that. <laughs> sure so let's now just kind of tap into mm -hmm. some of the holistic practices that you mm -hmm. offer your clients, as I've mentioned um, in your introduction. So mm -hmm. let's just kind of start off with uh, EFT tapping. 
um, because this is certainly a very popular practice that, that is profoundly helping millions of people across the world um, mm-hmm. to heal from so many things, PTSD, mm-hmm. anxiety, mm-hmm. depression, burnout, addictions, phobias, cravings. I mean, the list can go on. Um, so tell us about your experience specifically with EFT, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about what it is and some of the science mm-hmm. behind it. Sure. So EFT stands for emotional freedom technique, and we call it tapping for short because throughout the actual process, you, we use our fingers to lightly tap on certain points on our body. And these points, as we tap on them, we're activating the energy meridians in the body. So the same energy meridians that an acupuncturist or an acupressurist are working with, but we're just working with them in a different way. You literally have your, your fingers mm-hmm. and um, the, the, what makes it different from say acupuncture or acupressure, which are both you know, still useful and effective is that with EFT, you are incorporating a psychological, emotional element. So what I mean Mm -hmm. is that while you are tapping and um, activating these meridians, you are thinking about us and um, bringing up feelings about a situation that you don't like, or you don't want, or you don't want to change or made you mad, or you're annoyed or whatever it is. Like you just, you just bring that up Uh and, and you really bring it up as much as you can. And you really lean into it and then you tap and you tap (laughs) and there's, um, some people, uh, sometimes tapping is used for example, if you're just experiencing some nervousness, like going into a meeting or an interview, um, you can just tap for a few minutes and, and calm things down. But when I'm talking about like tapping to transform how you feel about um, something really negative that you experienced in the past, like a, a, a trauma or um, some sort of um, situation that seems um, much, much bigger um, than what I do is I set the timer for 15 minutes mm-hmm. and I start tapping. So you start tapping, just start talking about how you feel mm-hmm. and don't, don't mince any words, <laughs> you know, just like, just, um, you know, let's do it in, in privacy and just keep tapping for, until the timer goes off. And then usually when the timer goes off, I want to keep tapping because by, by that time I've had so many insights. I've had so many shifts. I've Mm. had, um, tears and, 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 and those tears are, are healing, you know, Mm -hmm. um, when you really let them flow instead of like trying to, to hold onto it. Right. Um, so throughout the process of tapping, the first thing is to say how you really feel or what we call um, that the negative aspects of it. Okay. Um, I'm annoyed. This person made me mad or reminds me of this. It reminds me of when I was a little kid and, and um, this person said this to me and um, it feels like this in my stomach or it makes, you know, you just go on and on and on and all this detail of how it makes you feel. And then what you start to do is you start to sprinkle in statements of, yeah, but I wish it could be different. 
Mm-hmm. But how I really want to feel is this way. I wish that didn't bother me. How can I get to a place where I feel better about this? Is there, is there anybody who can support me in this? And even reaching to um, angels, guides, spirits, God, the universe, nature, whatever source, whatever you call it, you, you know, and then by the end of it, you're saying all positive statements. Mm-hmm. So this is um, a condensed version of reconditioning. So if you go through this process with a therapist, this reconditioning process, they do it all the time. It, it just, it, it's t- more drawn out over time, but and with tapping, you've, you've condensed it into a shorter time period. Mm-hmm. So it can be very intense. Um, when I have a full session with somebody, sometimes they'll, depending on what we're working on, they'll, they could be an hour, 15 minutes long. And um, they'll probably, you know, want to a lot of times go to bed after that. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, it, can, it, can, it can be really intense, you know, um, mm-hmm. or I say um, you might be hung- more hungry than usual. You might be more sensitive than usual. Just give yourself more time, more space, you know, um, make yourself, you know, comfortable um, under the blankets, you know, whatever you want to do, you know? Um, so the material changes I have seen in people and their situations has been, is like super amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like when somebody can give you tangible evidence that, um, they're, they're, they're seeing different things in their world now after the tapping. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard of some phenomenal healing stories of individuals who use tapping and some use it in combination with like meditation. Mm-hmm. And um, but yeah, I mean, this this process of like you said, I mean, there's kind of like different levels of it, I guess. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, but it's a way to really get down deep to the energetic root of where a lot of illness within the mind, the body and the spirit tend to to stem from. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, so, okay, so good. So it's, it's basically where we're sending these uh, signals to, to the brain by tapping on the points of the skin or the, the meridians, mm-hmm. um, which are electrical points um, that correspond with different areas within the, 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 the energetic system within the body, the acupressure mm-hmm. points mm-hmm. Um, that mm-hmm. the traditional Chinese medicine, you know, use um, in terms of regulating the flow mm-hmm. of, of energy within our body. Mm-hmm. And so when these energy systems or these meridians are stimulated, And then you said at the same time, we're thinking about maybe a painful experience or fear or trauma or some type of emotion um, that we're feeling. So then therefore, when we bring that awareness to it, we're able to release, release that stored energy or negative energy or emotion. Okay. Yes. So you're, as you're bringing up these negative thoughts and feelings, you're activating that part of your brain that right, used, okay. that it has been conditioned to go into a fear response mm. to fight flight or freeze right mm. but because you are tapping as you're doing that it calms that down and it and it allows it to be in a state where it can be reconditioned mm. so now yeah. so 
you don't leave it there. You keep tapping and now you tap in the positive things. What do you want to believe instead? How do you want to feel instead? Mm-hmm. That's more um, in alignment with the truth exactly, of our spirit. Exactly. That's what we're exactly. getting to. Mm-hmm. You read my mind. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. It just, it, it, you know, it just so happens that the, the things that um, you feel good about when, mm-hmm. when you think about them, those are the things that are the truth or, or closer and closer to the truth. Right. And when you feel bad thinking thoughts that are not the truth. So mm-hmm. that's a little bit, you know, that's a little bit analytical, but mm-hmm. um, yes. So you're, mm-hmm. you're calming down that part of the brain that would normally go into a fear response and, and, and then you're reconditioning it to think and work in a different way mm-hmm. under these same circumstances that would normally trigger you into a bad feeling, a bad response, a reaction. Hmm. So that as you go about in your world, you don't, these same situations don't, don't trigger you in the same way. And you mm-hmm. can have a different reaction, a different response because you feel differently because you have a different beliefs. I've had people forget that they even had a problem. I'm like, Oh yeah. How are you doing with uh, the, the sore knee? What? Huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> I did come to you originally with the sore knee. <laughs> I don't, I haven't noticed, you know, it's, it's, wow. like, it, it's literally like, I, and it, um, there's a term for it within tapping and I can't think of it right now, but it's, I call it a healing amnesia, you know, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Because it's literally not a problem anymore. Right. It's not sitting right. in the back of your mind anymore. Mm-hmm. I love that. So there's different, there's a, this is a dynamic, you know, practice because it's working on different, you know, areas. So it's working on the energy. Um, because we know that negativity or negative emotions are just energetic blocks, um, you know, that can surely lead to, you know, like I said, illness and disease Mm -hmm. in various parts of the body and the mind, but it's also working in terms of kind of like, um, uh, neuroplasticity. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it's reprogramming the, Mm -hmm. the networks in the brain. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we're retraining, we're remapping the brain. And I think that's, that's an amazing in itself. I mean, it's so mm-hmm. amazing. And, and, you know, the, just this whole flow of how energy, if we can understand that we are, we are energy beings. And I think mm-hmm. that that's a lot of times people make that disconnect, you know, they think about, okay, yeah, spirit, but we're energy and we're consciousness mm-hmm. and it all flows and works together. Um, the brain, the mind and the body, it all, it all works together, these processes. So it's all about coming back in balance and harmony. Mm-hmm. you know, with the, the mm-hmm. energy and, mm-hmm. um, and then therefore when we are back into coherence is what I'm hearing. You kind of say, I, I use, mm-hmm. you know, certain terminologies because mm-hmm. that's what I use in my practice in terms of <laughs> coming back into coherence. When we think about ourselves and, you know, our photons all the way down to the, 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 you know, the most least common denominator, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like we have to realize that we're light and energy to all the way down to our cell level. So the energy is bringing back coherence within our cells. And when we do that, then we're able to relax the nervous system, our body, our mind, and our emotions. Mm. Am I on target with that? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, again, what I mentioned before, it's like when we are in these 
when our psyche has been fragmented from, mm. from trauma and mm. life experiences, then mm. there's this scattered energy mm. and, and consciousness. Mm-hmm. So when we can bring all that back in alignment with these practices, I mean, it's basically energy healing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, then, you know, therefore we, we see the outcomes and the benefits of this mm-hmm. practice. So mm-hmm. talk about, um, like tapping and combinate, do you use it in combination with meditation? Or do you teach uh, your clients along with using the breath um, um, and mindfulness, perhaps maybe not, you know, meditation in, per se, but maybe mindfulness in my coaching within my coaching, we incorporate meditation, um, all that sort of thing. Like even the tapping um, mm-hmm. I, I do with my client, but I do um work with them so that I feel they can also do tapping on their home on their own at home. So okay. yes, I like to empower my, my clients as much as possible for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I would just say that, you know, talking about this, um, thing about us being humans and having challenges and, um, I think you, you might've used the word, um, I don't know what word you use, but it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with you if we're out of sync or out of right. tune or for feeling disconnected, because again, from, from my perspective, we came to earth be, to experience things that we can only experience as a human. Mm. We came here to experience the disconnect and the separation and the fear so that we can find our way back to it again. Exactly. So whether a person is experiencing sadness or anxiousness or whether they're doing pretty good and they just want to do better, they have big dreams, which whichever one it is, wherever you are, I would just say, pay attention to your thoughts to that voice in your head and notice if you hear yourself saying something like, well, that's just the way I've always done it. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just how, who I am, you know, um, just chat, start challenging yourself. Okay. Yeah. But is that the way I want to keep doing it? Mm-hmm. It does that still serve me. What is going to serve me better mm-hmm. and make me feel happier. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. Because that raises your energy too when you do when you're doing things that make you happy, you know, and fulfill that space within you and where you are able to come from an abundance of love and peace and, mm-hmm. and joy and happiness, you know, um, and gratitude. <laughs> you know, all these are positive emotions that again are a part of these practices that we're we're teaching clients. So, you know, it 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 brings up those emotions. We're basically getting through the layers of the negativity, the conditioning so that we can come into these more positive emotions, such as, Mm -hmm. as love as being Mm -hmm. the highest energy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like you said, we come here as, you know, spirits having this human experience because we have to witness the polarity, you know, in order to know who you are, you have to know who you're not. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's coming to know, you know, the full dynamics of, 
you know, we look at the yin and the yang, you know, the Mm -hmm. night and day, the change of seasons, it's all a part of, you know, experiencing those, those different, um, what is the word I'm trying to say, um, or having balance, you know, knowing how to have that balance and, and harmony is that, you know, you have to experience some of the bad because, you know, it's, that's still good because we're learning lessons from the negative things that happen in our lives, or we may perceive mm-hmm. it as negative, but it's mm-hmm. an opportunity for our mm-hmm. souls and our spirits to evolve and to mm-hmm. grow. So we can, we can count all of that joy and know that everything is well within our soul and our spirit because that's eternal. That's who we have been and always will be. Mm-hmm. And so it's about, you know, these practices that we do in a mm-hmm. sense is, is where we can kind of um, have this awareness where we're just not this body, but we're an observer of what's happening. You know, we're, we're mm-hmm. this consciousness that is aware of what's happening in this reality that may, some may call reality, some may not call reality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, so that's yes. the beauty of it. And that's why I love what you're doing because you're bringing all that together. Um, so, so talk a little bit about um, some of the other practices that you do. So mm-hmm. I know that you're a Reiki master as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, and maybe you could tell us a little bit more about the Akashic records, how you work with clients with that too. Sure. Uh, the Akashic Records is a whole other uh, subject if somebody doesn't already know a little bit about it, but it, what it is, is an energetic recording of everything that we, we have experienced um, as souls. So you, 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 your soul has an Akashic Record, mine has an Akashic Record, and then all of them together make the Akashic records. But um, so over this lifetime, all of your previous lifetimes and any possible future lifetimes is contained in, in this record and it can be accessed. Um, it used to be that only the most saintly gurus could access them. Mm-hmm. And these days it's, it's, kind of easy <laughs> right. as long as somebody wants to do it and is open to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and why is it more easier? Is it because the veil is lifting and people are more becoming more attuned to spirit and awakened to that or what? I think it's a measure of more people being ready for it now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think mm-hmm. there are less people who are working minute to minute to feed and and house and clothe themselves. And so more people are able to spend time on these existential questions and in meditation and, um, and also the um, dissemination of of this knowledge, you know, there's books, you can find YouTube videos, you know, there's, there's teachers. Um, I use a particular um, prayer because I I was trained by, by by a particular person named Mm -hmm. Linda Howe. And um, so go, about the Akashic Records, um, two things I like to say um, is that um, somebody has to have permission to go into another person's records. So if I want to go into your Akashic Records, I have to have your explicit permission and you have to give me that explicit permission every time I do it. You can't give me like blanket permission. Okay, go into my records whenever you want to. Also, mm-hmm. if I were to go into your records, it is for your healing. 
I have heard people say, oh, somebody um, was going to interview me for a job and they wanted to go into my records to see if I was the right. And I was like, no, 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 no. no." I said, don't let anybody do that (laughs) again. You know, like that's I I didn't ask who this person was or exactly or anything. I just said, that's not you know, mm-hmm. according to my understanding, my training, that's not how that works. So yeah, and that's not the right to... intention. I mean, there has to be right alignment in terms of yeah. att- intention of why one goes into or allows to have access, right? Exactly. And well, a lot of people um, think that the Akashic records are predictive, like it's like it's similar to a psychic reading, although there are some similarities and it can kind of look similar from the outside it's different so going into somebody's records is for healing you're going in there for the purpose of healing that's how i approach it we approach it from using a question or a challenge that a person is facing we go into the akashic records to address it to address the root causes of it and to ask healing around it Mm -hmm. and this can be from healing from different lifetimes not just this one right exactly yes okay so somebody would say I'm having trouble sleeping at night and they'll go in, into more detail about that and, and that sort of thing. And then as I go into the records and I'll start asking questions like what might be causing this? Is mm. it something from this lifetime? Is it something mm. from our previous lifetime? And then all that will be, sh- will be shown and, and shared. Um, I was um, so going into somebody's records, technically you, you have access to all the information, but that's not helpful to give somebody all the information. Right. Cause so, that may not be beneficial to know, <laughs> you know, everything. I mean, it, it has to serve a purpose that's going to bring about better, um, something beneficial for that, that individual. So as I go into somebody's records, I'm actually in communication with certain energetic beings whose job it is to pick out the the messages that are that is are going to be the best for that person what and um and to help me communicate it mm-hmm. to them so are you hearing this through a clear audience or how do you are you do you see um, are you clear voyant do you see images of- i have a little bit of all of it okay i i see images i hear words. Um, I feel things Okay. or know things. Um, I'm not, I see. sometimes I'm not sure the difference, you know, sometimes it's all kind of happening at once, mm-hmm. but okay. Um, okay. sometimes it'll come through as very um, clear um, and indirect. And sometimes it'll come through um, in more like imagery and metaphor. And then that the person that, that I'm with w- will work it out together. I um, see. Because the metaphor, the image might will have a meaning to them personally. It's mm-hmm. their message. So uh, we talk through that. Okay. Um, so you teach together. others, your clients, how to do it themselves as well after you have yeah. gone in and yes, with their permission like to, and tap. If they'd like to learn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. I got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. This has been great. <laughs> this has been great. Um, through. I will just... Oh, uh-huh. so Go sorry. Ahead. I will just say just because um, we were on the subject that I occasionally run workshops, a low cost workshop online where somebody can go into their own records. You go into your own records and look at a challenge that you're facing and you have the opportunity to look at a past life that may be affecting 
you in your current life and, and to, and to heal that. So Mm -hmm. um, if somebody wants to just watch out for those, I do those about once a month, once a month. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we'll put all your contact information, your website um, information, a link there. So listeners can connect with you if they're interested in that. And um, so, yeah, uh, all the practices that you do, uh, EFT tapping, the, the Reiki energy healing, the Akashic records or Akashic records. I, I pronounce it Akashic. <laughs> I don't yeah, know tomato, tomato. Pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So what are some, just some final messages that you want to maybe disconnect a message to, you know, these integrative mm-hmm. modalities that you use that are supporting women in your practice, or what are just some inspirational messages that you would like to leave our listeners with today? Hmm. I know we talked about it a lot today. So I would just say again, that if somebody is wanting to change um, how they react to something, or they want to change the outcome of something, then just start paying attention to your thoughts, to the things that you say, so that you can start challenging those thoughts and and those words. Mm -hmm. And that's just a good place to start is just become really aware Mm, of mm -hmm. what you're thinking and saying and doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Awareness, very important. Mm -hmm. Good, good. Mm -hmm. Anything else? That was beautiful. Um, I think that's all really. That was great. 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 Yeah. I think any of these, you know, just like we said, uh, you know, initially you just, you really have to just find what's going to work for you you know, and your own healing path. Cause there's so many tools, <laughs> you know, I have many right. tools in my toolbox, mm-hmm. you know, just like you and um, you know, these practices that we're talking about today, they're not meant mm-hmm. to be a substitute for, you know, normal conventional treatments of, 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 of medicine and therapy and things of that nature. I just want to make that very clear to our mm-hmm. listeners, but um, these are tools that, you know, can be used to, to help us along our life journey you know, and, uh, but I think, you know, like we talked about Joya, I mean, they're becoming much more popular and we are starting to see a lot more of the evidence behind many of these practices. So mm-hmm. I would encourage anyone just to do your education. I mean, do your, you know, your, your own research. And so mm-hmm. you have a level of education to make, you know, more informed decisions about what practice you choose for yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's really, you know, part of what this podcast is about, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and, and just really bringing awareness to a lot of the, you know, alternative practices um, that we typically use for holistic health, for mind, body, and spirit, and, mm-hmm. and you know, the healing of our souls as well, mm-hmm. you know, so it's important to do your own research and just mm-hmm. get as much education as you can. But like you said, Joya, you have to come to your own sense of awareness of what's not working for you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at mm-hmm. this point in your life, mm-hmm. and to commit to, to changing that and mm-hmm. And just have a vision that, you know, what, what do you want your life to look like? How do you want it to unfold? You know, and it's all life. It's all experience. We can enjoy, you know, this life is meant to be, to flow, you know, Mm -hmm. yes, we're here to learn lessons, but Mm -hmm. I think we just get so caught up in, you know, the negative that we, if we just can tap back into who we really are. Mm -hmm. And that is our, our spirit and let that Mm -hmm. flow and, um, and tap Mm -hmm. into these more positive energies of love Mm -hmm. and happiness and joy and and gratitude, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. I think that's so important. 
I think that's yes. so important. We have to get back in tune with our spirituality. And that's another part of this podcast is that we have to turn our face back to the creator, mm. to the divine, God, the universe, mm-hmm. whatever that is for you, nature. Mm-hmm. You know, I talk a, a mm-hmm. lot about, you know, that these things and um, on this podcast. So, you know, that's that's what we have to turn our attention to. And I think these times and such as COVID-19, this pandemic has given us an opportunity to do just that. Mm-hmm. And all the things that we're witnessing, not just with this pandemic, but you know, mm-hmm. so many of the mm-hmm. just human suffering. Because this is an opportunity for us to turn back to the light. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We always, we always have that opportunity. Mm-hmm. 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 That's right. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you so much thank you for so much joining me here today. Mm-hmm. I've enjoyed our conversation, mm-hmm. and thank you for all that you're doing in terms of your services and your work and humanity and um, all that good stuff. Thank you so um, much. I you're welcome. It. Thank you so much. You take care. Oh, can you just tell us um, how listeners can get in touch with you? I have a website, www.joyagibble.com. Okay. That's the best way to reach you through your website. Yes. You have mm-hmm. links through your social media, yes. through your website. Okay. Yes. Well, I will be sure to put that in the show notes, Joya. Thank you again. Okay. Thank okay. You. you take care. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Women Living Healthy podcast, where we are supporting and inspiring women through education and inspirational talks. This podcast will lead you on a path of holistic living with more freedom, more joy, and less stress. Tune in every Thursday to learn more about how you can better manage your stress and life challenges so that you can live a more purposeful, joyful, and balanced healthy lifestyle while healing and deeply reconnecting to your mind, your body, and your spirit. If this was your first time tuning in, go ahead and click follow so you don't miss out on one of our exciting episodes. Please leave a review. Your feedback is appreciated so we can make this an enjoyable listening experience for you.